Good evening, everybody, and how's everybody doing tonight? How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Anyway, I'm your host, Mark Mendoza. The show is 22 Now on Area 22 Productions. And uh, I think for the first time in many months, maybe even a few years, or two years, I think you I don't got know someone in the studio with me tonight. I mean, I don't know about that long. The last time I would say maybe last year sometime. Last year sometime, yeah. yeah. But, you know, yeah, we just because of uh, COVID, it was easy for people to zoom it in, mm-hmm. and they've been zooming it. You know, now last that, time I had uh, you on, you were Zoom. Yeah, I was Zoom. Zoom. But aren't yeah. you happy I'm here now? Yeah, No, not really. I got my Twisted, twisted sister, sister shirt on. Look at that. See. Anybody... Anybody, everybody, <laughs> everybody. Well, it's great. I appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. And um, we are going to discuss a whole bunch of things about music and radio. And we're going to talk about mostly about FM radio and some AM radio because the man sitting next to me is none other than Rob Rush from The Shark, from Max FM. And they, that company, Connoisseur, actually owns a bunch of other stations. And, of course, W-H-L-I, AM. W-H-L-I, uh, and FM, too. And FM. You mm-hmm. simulcast? Yeah, since okay. uh, almost even, two years this August. Yeah. Yeah. I usually just get you on the FM side. I didn't realize it was on AM also. A W-H-L-I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been AM. That station's it's an AM station. 1947. Yeah. Oh, it's been alongside the yeah. Southern State Parkway when I was a little kid. I yeah. remember it. Mm-hmm. Because I remember, uh, let's just start really quickly, uh, uh, memory, W-H-L-I, right alongside the Southern State Parkway, just east of exit 20. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yes. And I remember when, because back then when I was a kid, everybody just listened to AM for the yeah. most part. Mm-hmm. And your AM radio would cut out, and because their signal was so strong, it would just come in. <laughs> AM would fade out, and WHLI would come in, in for like about a mile or a mile and a half. In fact, a funny story, I guess, uh, we have a satellite studio at the Paramount that you know, and um, one of the decorations in there is the old WHLI tower light that's in the studio at the Paramount. Now. Oh, I saw that. That's yeah. right. That's mm-hmm. right. We discussed that's right. Yes, the studio we did. at the Paramount. So, um, you know, besides other historic stations on Long Island, WHLI is a really historic station. Yeah, over a, 75 years now. 75 on the AM. years. Uh-huh. Great, great station. Um, both. Uh, let me. When you're on, are you simulcasting on both AM and FM? Yes. Yes. That's even better. Wow. Now the AM goes off. It's still. It's an old uh, sundown to sunrise. Uh, kind of sunrise to sundown. I didn't um, realize that those licenses still exist. Yeah, like it's that. probably one of the last ones that I know of around here. Uh, then Why? so it powers down. Probably about right now, uh, as soon as it gets a little dark out, and then uh, Cleveland Station comes in. Um, Why would they do that? I don't know. That's interesting. (laughs) I thought that ended when I was a. No, it's still, yeah, still active like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. For 1100, yeah. Hence why 104.7 WHLI is now um, 24 hours a day. Mm, Interesting. Yeah, I I, I have to check that out, why they still go off the air. Mm hmm. Um, maybe a lot of power. It would. I don't know what the night AM goes further. I'd have to ask my engineer Jesse. Yeah, ask Jesse. Yeah. yeah, without a doubt, I'd love, I'd love to know that. that. Yeah. Because I remember in uh, in the seventies when I was on the road with the dictators. At night, if we were somewhere on the East Coast, mm-hmm. I was able to listen to WABC AM. Yeah, it's it probably what they have a go clear, at clear channel is what yeah. it's called. Yeah, HLI would, uh, can go from probably here uh, down to, I remember I got it down to Cape May when I was going down Did there you one really? time. Cape May? Yeah, this is a few years back. I remember so. I was in Virginia uh, traveling with the dictators. We had a van and um, I had been away from home for probably four, five months on the KISS tour, mm-hmm. you know, and we finally came back to the East Coast and turned on ABC and just playing with the radio, and here I am. It's coming and going. It's kind of doing that phase shift yeah. sound, but yeah. it was like oh, a little bit of home here, you know, a little bit of home. Uh, I, I couldn't get HL. I guess they were off the air. That's why. Probably, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, because been that ABC, way, I believe, for the ABC, whole time. ABC was, uh, th- at the time, which it still is now, was a mm-hmm. 24-hour station. Yeah, and well, and, and the other uh, signal or tra- a tower that's on that HLI site is KJOYS. KJOYS. Yep. I did not know that. Yep. They're on the FM tower, though. On right? the FM tower, yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm, there's two huge radio towers. Yeah, there. so it's WHLI and WKJY. Mm-hmm. Uh, so interesting stuff. I appreciate it. Of course... 
Rob and I are really good friends, and uh, we talk often, hang out occasionally, and um, I know you're a busy guy, and it was great to have you come on here. Um, the radio, what goes on on this side of a microphone, like on the on the speaking side of a microphone in radio, is I think is a big mystery to a lot of people. <laughs> you know, they don't. To you and I, I mean, especially you, you it's been your occupation for years. It's going to be twenty five years. Twenty five years. Year, so yeah. it it it's a little bit different. They don't quite understand, you know, what goes on, what take what it takes to run a radio station, mm. um, and. You are not only an on-air talent on the Shark, but you also uh, program all the music for uh, Max shark. FM. Shark, yeah. Right, you do the Shark, shark also. Max but, FM, and yeah. I'm a jock on the Shark and, and on yeah, HLI. Exactly, and a lot of responsibility. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of responsibility. So it's a um, jam-packed day every day. <laughs> it's what? A jam-packed Packed day every day. day. Yeah. It's a... Uh, it, and a lot of responsibility because you got to make it happen every day. You got to make the advertisers happy, and of course you have to make the fans happy because mm -hmm. if they're not happy and you don't have everybody tuning in, yeah, you know it'll be like some other stations. Some guy called up tonight gave a, a real nice compliment. Uh, he won tickets this week. We're giving away. We're presenting uh, a show at well, a couple of shows at Jones Beach. One of them's Godsmack and uh, Stained, Ooh, that um, be great. July thirtieth. So yeah, we were giving away the tickets night. earlier, and the guy called up. I think his name is Mike. And he said, you know, I love listening to the station. Do you, I don't know what I would do without you, you know, driving back from work every day. So it's still nice to hear, you know, stuff like that. It's always great to hear um, that the work you do, no matter what it is, whether it's my side, you know, whether it's this show, mm -hmm. or being a musician, someone always says to you, you know, you make my day better than it could, it, as bad as it was, you made it better. Yeah. You know, you helped me get through bad times. And I was discussing that with Jason, Jason Beeler. Yeah, you know yeah, when right. he was on, uh, uh, and it, that's one of the most satisfying things. I mean, you could you get out there and you sell millions of albums like T.S. or you know you and, and the other guys, you know like uh, like Jason and Jeff Scott Soto mm -hmm. sell a lot of stuff, great talents. But when someone comes to you and said, "I've had a pretty rough time in in the recent year or two or a few months," you know whether it's sickness or you know you lose someone in your family. And they listen to your music, and you feel better. So um, people say that to you about the programming that yes. you do, without a, without a doubt, because it gets back to me also. You mm -hmm. know, when, when I talk about it, people you know want to know. And as we're talking about this, and we're discussing, um, you know, the airwaves, you know, terrestrial radio, which you know, I am definitely a fan of. Yes, you are. You know, despite the fact that I'm on the internet. Um, I had a radio show also, and it was a lot of fun, uh, a lot of fun for a few years on on uh, another station. But uh, people, let's let's start out with this one, Rob. Hmm? People often inquire with us, you know, because they can't hear your signal. What do you? What does the stations? What does Connoisseur do with the stations? Can they? Stream the stations. Can oh they yeah, so the I mean, if they're out of Max? state, you're talking about what's that? Out of state? Yeah, out of state, out of the area, out of their mind, whatever it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, they can. It's a uh, 94.3 The Shark, uh, the app, so you can get it in the App Store or the Google Play Store. Um, and if you have any streaming device like Amazon uh, Alexa or Google, uh, the Google Nest or the Home or whatever it is, we're on any streaming device. Just say you know, play 94.3 The Shark or play uh, Max FM. Yeah, don't forget things. about Max FM. That's become a real popular station around here. You uh, actually gave me a couple of compliments. I was shocked. I was going to drive off the road and cry. What do you mean? When you gave me some compliments about how the station sounded. Uh, it's like Mark is actually I gotta complimenting remember. Let me write me. that down not to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not because exactly. I don't like you. I just don't want you to crash. I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, it's refreshing. You know, both the program, and it's two different programs, two different styles of rock music. Yeah, yeah yes and no. To, to, yeah. to a point, right? To a point. I mean, the I Shark is more uh, 90s-centric 90s, and, right. uh, you know, 2000s, and we play new music. Right. Uh, Max is strictly uh, pure classic rock from the, you know, late 60s to the early 90s. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah great uh, mix of, 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 you know, you're driving down, you know, you get the station going, and all of a sudden you hear, but well, I haven't heard that in a long time. Yeah, uh-huh. And, and it's great. It rocks out, and you turn the volume up, 
you know, and you end up getting pulled over because the song is cranking. <laughs> you get pulled over for a speeding ticket. You don't realize that you're getting faster and faster and faster. You know, I've yeah, heard people yeah. say that to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know, I mean, uh, you know, when you say that you haven't heard it in a while, um, that's what we try to do both on the shark and on max fm is you know we know that uh, you know or people you know the question is always asked you know metallica has more than you know enter sandman or uh, sad but true you know so you have to kind of put it in a circle of a hundred people you know and you say well hundred people know enter sandman uh and you want to hear what you know i want to hear uh you know for whom the bell tolls so okay well maybe 60 people know that so you have to really program to the masses but of course, you can also did. have yeah. fun with it too. Sure. You know, if there's a chance where I would say, "All right, well, I was going to play Enter Sandman here, but you know what? Maybe I'll throw on uh, Trapped Under Ice or you know, something from Kill 'Em All." It, it also helps that you have an extensive knowledge of the of the music. Yeah, you have to know the music yeah, too. You really yeah. do. Yeah. Whereas not everybody not everybody can claim that. Yeah. Um, what is the highlight of your job? Oh boy, that's a uh, you know. What what is like? One of the best parts of your job. It's not the same every day. Um, oh, of course not. You know, and uh, if you do what you love, you really don't feel like you work. You know, so I would have to say that uh, you know, just getting to do what you love every day and working with the people that I work with on a daily basis, uh, you know, makes it uh, all the more pleasurable. And becoming friends with a guy like you is why I do it. That's why I have to say we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can leave. Okay, let me get. <laughs> oh, I don't gotta take no mic off. Okay, I can leave I'm good. now. I can leave now. No, we are friends. We are good friends. Um, it, it's uh, I, I, like I was saying before. I think a lot of people don't really understand what goes on. I mean, they tune in. They hear your voice. You're, you're talking. Mm. You know, when you, during your breaks, your breaks are great. You're obviously um, well versed at doing. Telling a story in 30 seconds. I'll give you the money later. You don't get to say Please, really? <laughs> Did you have to say that? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate I think that's that. That's illegal, though. Yeah, to, to I appreciate that. Thank it's you. payola. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. Back in the 50s and 60s. Alan Freed, yeah. yeah there's yeah, actually Freed. A, um, there's a Broadway show coming out about Alan Freed. Is there really? Yeah. A Broadway Constantine show? Constantine Morales, who's uh, actually got Long Island roots. You right. did some stuff with him, didn't you? We did. Yeah, he's we playing did. Alan Freed. Yes. Is he really? Yeah. And Joe Pantoliano, uh, who's on The Sopranos, yes. uh, he's playing Morris Levy. <laughs> yeah. That should be good. I yeah. I forgot what that. it's called, but I, I got a thing about it the other day. I think it, it's opening it's, uh, in the spring or the late summer. Or late spring, early summer. Well, let's let's explain for a minute here what Alan Freed meant to the, the the radio industry. Well, he was, yeah, I mean, he was yeah. the first DJ that was a rock and roll DJ, you know. Yeah. And some say he coined the phrase, and some say the phrase was... You know, prior to that, yeah, I don't yeah. know. You know, if he did coin it or not, but what it was definitely. What year was that? Like nineteen fifty. He had to be around fifty-five. Fifty-four, fifty-five. Yeah, yeah. fifty-five. Because that's the dawn of rock and roll. Dawn of you rock know, and roll. It that, is. You're right. Was, you right. know, people now know Ten Ten Wins is the news station, but it was right. a music station. It was W-I-N-S, a music station. Yeah. It was uh-huh. W I N S. Yes, it was. And uh, um, there was also. Uh, a couple of the stations around the time, like WMCA, right? MCA, yeah, sure. Guys? One of the guys, you know, uh, AM stations. Yeah, Dean Anthony. He Dean was Anthony. on WHLI for yeah, years also. too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, and uh, Dan Ingram. Dan Ingram, yeah. Right? Uh huh. Dan Ingram, yes. Uh, and and a then, lot of great names back then. I mean, then we can go forward. You know, Don K. Reed, WLIR, WLIR, yeah, the great stuff. But as we were just talking about, going back to Alan Freed, he was the first one. Who was, um, I mean, there was a, a big, huge court case about it, the payola thing. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know, where yeah. he was getting paid to play certain uh-huh. songs, right? And that's the first time that someone got accused of that. And I believe he was convicted. I think so. I mean, yeah, there's all convicted. those old movies, you know, well, not old movies, yeah. but movies that depict from that era. Because he was taking you know, gifts and money show that for stuff. pushing certain songs on, uh, on the radio. So, uh, and uh, that doesn't happen anymore. No. Rob, here's a hundred bucks. Shit, the hell But it, yeah, it was an interesting time in radio. I remember, I remember, you know, growing up as a kid, and my father gave me a transistor radio on a stand, you know, yeah, and it had AM and FM, and I couldn't believe the music that I could find on that going through oh, all yeah, the stations, sure. mm-hmm. you know, hearing WMCA, the good guys, the and good then guys, WINS yeah. and WABC. 
uh, all these AM stations, yeah, you know, because yeah, FM yeah. wasn't big at the time. Uh -huh. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't big at the time. But um, we'll get back to uh, what you do. So the responsibilities of a program director, which you are for both the Shark and and uh, Max FM, mm -hmm. uh, it is a big responsibility. It's huge. You decide um, with a lot of input from various things uh, what people hear on the radio. Yeah. It's, it's not what you like, it's what you believe should be there. Yeah, well, you have a certain, you know, set format right. um, of songs, you have a pool of songs, and uh, it's just, you know, you just have to schedule them on a daily basis, you know, um, and then, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, some people just schedule uh, what they call, like, scientific, you know, like, uh, I schedule more with flow, like, you right. know, if I'm playing Deep Purple Smoke on the Water on, you know, let's say we're talking about Max, if I'm playing Smoke on the Water, uh, and then it looks like it's going to go into the Talking Heads, that is what I call it. That's what we in the business call it. It's a train wreck. Almost right. the train smoke wreck. on the water going into the talking heads doesn't really go. Yeah. So if it was smoke on the water, maybe going into Tom Petty, uh, don't do me like that. That has more that of kinda, a... That kind of works. You know, that's interesting because I never knew when I had animal tactics, mm -hmm. you know, um, I would program differently. Um, of course, Driver Ed... And Sean would help me program, but a lot of times when I did it and put my input in it, I did it musically. I found songs that would would uh, segue into yeah. it better. Mm -hmm. Maybe the 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 rhythm of the song, maybe the key that the song is in. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's how I would look at it. I wouldn't so much follow the formula that you had, but you're you're a much more commercial formula. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Not not putting it down in no, no, no. Just, but, yeah, that's, that's the way it is. goes. But I would always figure like, all right, what key are they playing in? Okay, this is similar, similar key. So to me, as a musician, it would flow better that way. But what you just said, of course, about you know going into, um, you know, coming out of that song, going into Tom Petty is a great idea. Yeah. Well, you I know, know again, songs. it's almost like what you're saying. Yeah. It's almost like a flow kind of. It uh, is a flow, uh, a flow sort of thing. Yeah. It's just you definitely have to make it work because the last thing. And correct me if I'm wrong, the last thing you want to do is turn anybody off to the point where they change the dial, because it's tough to get them back, right? Well, yeah, is that, your, is your that, intention is, you know, I mean, you'd love them to stay on for the entire day, but people are going to not listen to the radio the entire day. So you want to keep them for, uh, you know, I think the average listening time could be anywhere no, between I, like I 25 think, to 35 minutes in a car, maybe? I think maybe? people are starting to listen to the radio again all day long. Like I've been into a couple of offices lately yeah. in the area, um, and uh, I heard. Um, well, of course, I think KJoy is a big office. Yeah, that's one uh, of our stations. KJoy yeah. is. Mm -hmm. What do we What do we call the the uh, the format of KJoy? Uh, KJoy would be uh, a, a adult uh, contemporary. Contemporary. Yeah. So you walk into an office and you hear KJoy in the background a lot, but I walk into yeah. some cool places. And I've actually heard the shark in a bunch of places. And now, going back, I hear Max FM in some of those places, too. Oh, very cool. So that is very cool because for a long time you had people, before streaming was big and satellite radio was here, a lot of places I walked into, like uh, you know, a business, a deli, a gas station or something, a lot of people went to um, satellite radio. And now they're kind of going back to, to FM. And when you talk to them, they said because it has, it feels like it's alive. It doesn't feel like a machine because yeah. you actually have um, an on-air talent talking to you about things that are going on around you, not someone talking to the yeah this whole side of the planet, like on. Um, well, I mean, that's like you know the elephant in the room for some people would be uh, satellite, you know, yeah. or streaming. Yeah. Um, Streaming is even different from that too, sure. And you know, not to go on a, a not a, not a political rant, but uh, an economical rant. If people are to believe what some people think is going to be happening, like a recession, you know, people the last couple of years because of the pandemic and everything, they've had to you know kind of scale back and everything's scale back gotten expensive. Sure. Uh, so what what I I'm trying to tell everybody is you know. You watch TV, you watch any, you're watching these streaming services, and, you know, people's big complaint would be like, well, you know, too many commercials. Well, you know, that's how revenue comes in for terrestrial radio. Um, right. But, you know, you're also paying for subscriptions on, like, satellite or uh, Spotify. Sure. And uh, the one thing that, you know, you're not going to get off of those streaming services is uh, local 
news. You know, you can hear somebody talking about, hey, you know, I was over at uh, the Polo Lounge at the Westbury Manor the other night. You know, my friend Frankie works over there. And people are going, oh, I've been there before. You know, you're not going to hear that on the Spotify's or the Apple Music's. No, and you're not going to get cool tickets. You know, like if Twisted Sister were to ever, you know, do something again. I'm just saying we're here, you know, over here. If they were to do another show, uh, Sister show. we give away tickets. You want to get tickets away on Spotify, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, that, that's also different because, again, um, for the most well, for the most part, I mean, you're live on the radio, mm-hmm. right? Um, whereas I believe, although I do listen to some serious, you know, XM radio yeah. stuff before specialty things, um, not so much rock music, but um, they're all pre-recorded. Uh, some, yeah. yeah. I mean, Everything, unfortunately, I once in a while something slips up, and yeah, on air talent says something. Well, you know, that happened a couple of days ago. Unfortunately, yeah. that's a, a, yeah. a fallback in the business now, or I shouldn't say fallback. It's a necessary evil. A lot of voice. No, tracking. of course, your voice tracking. Um, no, I understand that completely, you know, and I'm not making fun of, of Sirius XM because I have a lot of friends that work there too. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, yeah. And Shout I, out I, to I, Sal, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Governally. so um what is i gotta i gotta i just saw a question i wanted to ask you um and i can't make this thing oh wait maybe it's up there rob best question or answer during one of your interviews wow who comes up with some of the best stuff me of course Excluding Mark Mendoza <laughs> from Twisted Sister. Uh, the best, was it? The best question answered during one of my interviews. God, I, I don't even know. I've What's something f- that knocked you off your chair? Ah, oh, man, that's a hard question. The funniest one was <laughs> I asked uh, Brian Wilson one time. I said, you know, I love God Only Knows. I think that's the best song ever written. I said, and... Paul McCartney of the Beatles shares my same sentiment. He also thinks that's the greatest song ever written. You know, what do you say to something like that? And he just went, yeah, I think so. You know, so that was, I was like, okay, this guy's not going to talk a lot. All right. Um, there's just been so many. I can't really pinpoint one. That's a tough one, I know. Um, you know, William Shatner, I guess, was the mo- one of the most recent ones I did. And, you know, he's funny. He's just... Uh, yeah, he's a funny guy. I think he said something along the lines of, well, uh, we've spoken uh, for the first time tonight. And I go, actually, we've spoken before. This is the second time I've spoken to you. You know, so he's <laughs> very funny. And for a 91-year-old guy, he's, you know, yeah, he's, he's, he's with it. Oh, yeah, he's, he's very witty. It. Yeah. He's very witty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's with it. So it's a that's a tough one. I mean, so can't pinpoint it. We should um, clear this. Um, the shark is ninety four three on the FM dial, yes. ninety four point three, and also Max FM is one hundred three point one. If you're in the, the Long Island yes. area here in New York, so that you can get if you're on an FM radio. So, but you can also stream those radios, th- those stations, sure. if yeah. you're out of the area, which is a great idea because you get a great mix of music between the two of them. Um, definitely, it, they're in my first two presets. Well, thank you. Now they are; they really are in my in my truck. They're well, in my first two. Presets. We said the Shark, which is ninety four point three. You can get that on the app, uh, and Max is the same thing one hundred three point one Max FM. You can Max search FM. on. Uh, Google Play or uh, the App Store. I think so it's Google. I expect everybody <laughs> everywhere. You know, anybody uh, out of the country. I know we got people, a couple of people in Europe listening. Um, if they could try it, try it, and let us know if it works. And uh, it'd be great to know anybody. I see there's one person from Canada, I think, or two people. Um, let us know if it works up there. If not, we'll get Rob to adjust everything so you get it. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll well, adjust it to my yeah, best of my we're ability. So, we're so used to the fact that wherever you live, you pick up the local radio stations. Mm-hmm. But now you can get them. Well, you know, everybody's streaming. always on their phone, you know, so yeah. you obviously can pick it up. And then, you know, if you're at the gym, you know, it's funny because, you know, we're talking about radio, but radio also has evolved oh, tremendously uh, you know tremendously, into streaming yeah. into tremendously. whether you're streaming on your computer whether you're streaming on uh, an app um you know i'll be honest the only time i'm listening to uh, a regular radio is in my car when i'm at home if i want to listen to the shark or i do it on uh, an app or the uh the service yeah i mean it's 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 sometimes it's easier mm-hmm. to get it on an app 
yeah. even for you, yeah. than mm-hmm. it is you got to be someplace where you, if you're in your house, you obviously need an antenna, yeah. you yeah. know, near a window or something sure, to get yeah. it, depending uh-huh. on how far you are from the tower. Yeah. But if you got the app and you got your phone or even your computer up, like it's on my computers too when I'm mm-hmm. working on stuff, and I, I just have it on in the, in the background all the time. You know, it's funny, uh, I just I don't know why it popped into my mind. I started at WLIR professionally. Yes. And I remember so many people saying, you know, oh, if they were from Brooklyn or Queens, you know, we used to stand outside and we'd take a, um, a coat hanger and we'd hang it outside and hope we'd try to get the better <laughs> oh, signal. Oh, yeah, 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 you can, you know. You don't got to do that no more. Me, which well, is nice. no, you can just use the app, but mm-hmm. uh, me being. Uh, Knowing the technical side of radio, yes, they was able to do that with yeah. the proper equipment. And I don't know what the delay is because some people have asked me in the past if they're trying to win a contest, um, what the delay is. So I think, I think it might be about forty seconds or so from what's going on on the actual FM to what is being put out. Is it that long? I, I always think thought it was only about. I think it's twelve seconds. Maybe, or maybe forty seconds. I don't know, but I know that some people will try to win prizes um, or call up for a contest, and they'll ask. So uh, I think maybe it's forty. You think it's? I that could long? be wrong. I don't know. Maybe Stephen can long? look it up. I, I don't. Uh, but I don't. Yeah, know. I thought it was only about a twelve-second delay or six or twelve seconds. I think it's a little longer than. Is that. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. We'll have to. You know, we probably have to ask Jesse. Yeah, we'll have to ask Jesse. You have to ask Jesse. Jesse's the, watching. The engineer. You know? Is he watching? I don't know. Oh, okay. Maybe well, Jesse, if uh, you're watching, um, these are some questions that we need answered. That's right, Jesse. Uh, let's see. Uh... <laughs> I'm not reading that. In any case, um, so is your the program, let's take Max FM, mm-hmm. all right? Um, so... If you were listening during drive time, the program is different than just like in the middle of the afternoon or you're playing the same. No, it's the same stuff. It's the same. Yeah. The shark isn't though, right? The shark is you, the you same. You don't program as per the time of day? Well, there's different features on, on different uh, stations. So okay. for shark, uh, we have Orlando. He's the morning show host. Um Yes. It's on 6 to 11, Monday to Friday. 6 to 11. And then during uh, the 9 a.m. hour... Uh, for about 45 minutes it's commercial free we do the 90s at 9 the so 90s it's nine. you know he and he he knows he's like a musical walking encyclopedia he really lives and breathes the the lifestyle so you know he can delve deep into like the 90s grunge scene and everything like that you know he'll play like you know guster and you know yeah. uh, flaming lips and uh, all that <laughs> stuff you know he knows all the deep bands you know mud honey and uh, mother love bone um so that's the 90s at 9 then uh 2K replays at 12 noon with our midday host, Gabby, and the first three songs are um, songs from the first decade of the new millennium. So, Ah, you know, a lot of the emo stuff we play. um, Then everything's all right. I do a segment called Under the Covers uh, at 3.30, where it's a different cover song every day. Um, Commercial-free rush hour commutes on the Sharks. They were commercial-free from 5.25 to about 6.40. Then there's the rush hour shuffle in that mix, too, where... We literally take requests, and I have a shuffle playlist, and whatever gets spit out is what we play. And then uh, something that you'd be familiar with, Sean uh, Lynch is on uh, 7 to 10 at 7 o'clock. He does the Hair Scare, the first three songs, the old hair bands. And then he does the 90s at 9 too at 9 o'clock. So, yeah, it's all different programming features. So it's a lot. And, you know, I will say for the shark, you're going to get probably... If I was saying on the high end, maybe eight on the low end, five songs that you're not going to hear on a daily basis, you know, on it every day. So yeah, that, and that's great because hearing the same thing constantly, yeah, you know, can can get you uh, get to you after a while. But yeah, it's 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 definitely both stations are an eclectic mix of great stuff. Thank you. Yeah. It really is. It's um, and when I was growing up, and even so, I think when you first got into the business. It wasn't that far. Well, growing up, it was still DJs were playing albums, mm-hmm. you know, and they they pretty much programmed a lot of things that they wanted to yeah. to hear. And uh, when I was in junior high school and high school, uh, even earlier, we used to ride our bicycles over to LIR in Hempstead. Yes, with our Fulton new albums, Avenue, right? Fulton Avenue, yeah. the Blue Building mm-hmm. in Hempstead, right? And we would ride over there after school. And go upstairs, bring our bicycles up there because you couldn't leave them outside. They'd disappear in like 30 seconds <laughs> in that neighborhood. But we'd go upstairs with a whole pile of albums. And I remember the, 
the DJs up there, and um, um, I'm trying to think of some of the names. Give me the names back then. What year was this? 70, 71, 72. Well, I don't know. Do you remember who was on the air? I, I mean, I remember, remember, like, well, Dennis was there. I don't yeah. know if he was there that early. Dennis McNamara. I don't uh, Larry the Duck came in, you know, the 70s. I remember I'm trying him. to think of the late 70s. Um, well, Don, Don Kay was there in the early the 60s to the early, to he went, when he went to CBS FM. Yeah, till he went um, to CBS. But we used to bring our albums up. Mm-hmm. And they got used to us, so every few days we'd go up there with, with new albums you get. I remember bringing up uh, <clears throat> um, a new Deep Purple album and a new Grand Funk album, and they were like, well, we don't even have this yet. How'd oh, you wow. get this? Oh, yeah. Can we play them? I was like, yeah, please do. You know, we'd yeah. stand in uh-huh. the, We wouldn't make any noise. So this all. was then when it was more of a progressive rock at that progressive point. Progressive rock, yeah. They played, um, but I remember they played everything from, like I said, Grand Funk to Joni Mitchell. Yeah, you know, I mean, they didn't turn over to the New Wave format till at least 81, 82. Oh, early 80s. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, oh, yeah. But back then, it was they, they loved it. After a while, they, they really loved the fact that we were bringing new stuff up. And, and I remember one of the DJs complaining on the air. It was very funny to management. How come <laughs> these kids get these albums and, and we, we don't? don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it is not like that anymore No. for uh, maybe some college stations still do things like that, right? Not even? Probably not even. I mean, it's 2023, so yeah. I think everything. You know, the only person that probably still would send out physical copies, as he likes to say, is Munzee. Munzee. Our friend Munzee. Yeah, he probably so send out physical. If copies. you ever get to get into a radio station, especially one that's um, music, not like uh, AM uh, talk or um, uh, news, mm-hmm. you walk in there and everything's computerized, and uh, it's as I said, Rob would pre-program. You know, how many days ahead do you program? Um, depends. You guys are going to drop in current commercials and everything? Uh, well, I don't handle the commercials. No, that's done by our traffic department. Okay. Uh, so I'm in charge of making sure that all the songs are in there. Uh, I do a day out, so I'm done for tomorrow. Okay. I have to be for, yeah, you, uh, you know, Pax sure. and Shark. Um, but, yeah, you can do it all from home, you know. Uh, right. So there's no... I don't even think I've been in your studios many times. I don't even think there's CD players anymore. Is there? Are there CD players there? You know, uh, funny, funny enough, no, there's not. Nothing. Um, maybe in the back rooms. Yeah, the back rooms. Where but in storage. the regular studios that you work from. Yeah, no. No, I don't remember seeing. No, any CD I mean players. it's. Uh, you know, when I got into the business, I started in college in '95. I remember I uh, saw like the uh, reel-to-reel machine, and they were like, "Oh, that's how you do production." I was like, "I ain't doing that shit." Uh, <laughs> I ain't doing that. You know, no, 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 no. But then all of a sudden, they were like, "Well, we got this thing called Pro Tools that just came out, so uh, this might be something more you're liking." You know, and you literally had to take razor blades and cut the tape and splice it. And oh, I'll, I was I'll, like, I'll "I ain't touching back. that." I'll get yeah. that. I'll get back to that in a second. So, uh, Laura, yeah, she says, Rob. And I'm going to answer this one. Rob, <laughs> ever get starstruck by a guest you interviewed? Yeah, by me. <laughs> <laughs> me. Me. By me. Billy Mira is the one that makes me starstruck. <laughs> Billy, no. Um, Unfortunately, I don't think he's listening. Ah, uh, boy. Uh, starstruck. Yeah. Uh, well, Bruce Springsteen, Clarence Clemens. I never, I never really Great officially choice. met Bruce. I mean, I was in the same room as him uh, a couple of times. I told you I had lunch with him. Yes, Didn't I know. Even know I got to rub it in. It's all right, in Mark. 1970, oof, I was recording Manifest Destiny with the Dictators, and we were in the record plant, and I was having lunch. I had just done a whole bunch of bass stuff, and he walks into the lunchroom and says, and I can't imitate him, but since can I join you at the table? Please. And the guy, the dictator, I remember Scott Kemp, the guitar player, he, he's like looking, and he's, they're all looking around the door at me sitting at the table with this nice guy. We had a great conversation, and when I had to go back to the studio, he goes, do you have any idea who you were talking to? No. I, his name was Bruce. That's all I know. He goes, well, that's Bruce Springsteen. I said... Oh, really, huh? <laughs> Very yeah. cool, man. Nice guy. <laughs> so probably anybody in the E Street Band. Um, but besides that, no, I don't get starstruck, really. No? No. I mean, for you, of course. I mean, hope, you know. Then you got the Twisted Sister T-shirt. Where's Mark over here? Well, there he sure. is. There I am over there here. There he is right here. Put on your left nipple. <laughs> want to rub it? Yeah, want to rub it? But, um... 
No, I mean, you interview so many people, so it's great. And, uh, um, you know, I, I think the only person, as far as being in the same room with that I got starstruck over was probably Leslie West. Well, you when played with him. with him. Yeah. yeah, when I toured with him. It was, uh, growing up, he was one of my heroes. You know, Mountain, Leslie West. And I never got to meet Felix Papalardi, unfortunately. What about when we had Carmine on? Did What's you, that? Carmine. Were you starstruck with Carmine? Huge fan of Carmine. Huge. Um, uh, yeah, kind of. You know, I'm always in awe of Carmine. He was, um, he doesn't get the credit for, I guess, designing and and coming up with that style of rock drumming. Yeah, yeah, He sure. doesn't. Yeah. There's so many people that have copied him since and never said that, yeah, well, that's mm-hmm. where I got that from Carmine Apathy. And Carmine, as as outgoing as he is, he's sometimes really humble about it. And I go, Carmine, what about this song? This is copying you. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I said, it is, because the guy admitted to me it is. That's you know? copying him. Well, I don't know if I really started that. Yeah, but he did. And Carmine, of course, Carmine Apathy is it unbelievable drummer and has oh, yeah. a rep that's incredible but I don't I still this day I still don't think he gets credit for the style that he developed and, and made tremendous right through all kinds of music yeah. you know, heavy metal everything yeah. you know it, it actually some of the rudimentary stuff of the way you play drums like that came he, from Colin Epson he's uh, I back mean, in the late 60s people know him but I think he's on that list of uh you have to be a real fan of music, uh, especially that genre of music, yeah. you know, to know Carmine and list him as one of the top, you know, five drummers. I think people, you know, automatically go to John Bonham, you know, they'll go to Keith Moon, maybe they go to, uh, gosh, I don't even know, uh, maybe um, Alex Van Halen. You know, there's a couple of other people, and sometimes Carmine maybe skirts the top five all the time. But yeah, he I, but he definitely is responsible for a lot of things that go on this day in drumming. And he's not, like I said, as as as, as egotistical he is, you know, and he is, <laughs> but he's very humble about the fact that he doesn't think that he started all that, and he did. I was a fan. I studied it, you know, and I remember listening to Carmine, when the Vanilla Fudge started in the late 60s. No, they're playing Vanilla Fudge. They're playing, yeah. like, next week, I think, so at the well, Space yeah, at Westbury. They, the yeah. Space, yes, mm-hmm. they are. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, it's just great. And a huge influence because Carmine went from Vanilla Fudge into Cactus, and Cactus is one of my favorite yep. bands. Well, did he go from, was Cactus before Beck, Bogart, and that piece? Or a piece, whatever you No, call BBA was right after. after. It was... It was it, it, you know, Cactus came and went a few times with yeah. different, some different members. Yeah, not, yeah. Not a well, lot. you just had uh, one of the guys on the, last week, two weeks ago. I had, uh, yeah, I had uh, Jimmy Coons on, Jimmy the Coons, singer now yeah. in, in Cactus. Been there since uh, early 2000s, I think, like 2006. He's been oh, wow. the singer in Cactus, yeah. And a great vocalist mm-hmm. um, and a great guy, man. We got, we got along yeah. great. Um, uh, we went to a photography art show in Brooklyn, Laura and I, um, by... Um, uh, um, in, in a really cool studio, and Jimmy Coons did a live uh, acoustic guitar thing, and it wasn't like him crooning, playing you know <laughs> happy songs. He was rocking out. Yeah, he really oh, wow. was. Just him and an acoustic guitar. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Um, it was great. Where's that poster? It's over there. Oh, I saw Rock it. and yeah, roll photography yeah. uh-huh. uh, exhibi- exhibition, and um, yeah, it was very cool stuff there at the art and. And uh, photography stuff, it really was. It was very cool. And we booked him on the show. I never met him before, seen him with Cactus. Hmm. Never met him before. But, uh, you know, and it, it's, it, it's because of what I did. Um, I'm, I'm not taking credit for anything. I'm just saying because when I had Animal Tactics in the early 2000s, I, I played a lot of things on the show. Of course, I played some of... Some music that fit in with the stations, sure. You know w- w- what they were playing, but I also played a lot of things that people would constantly. And the big way to get in touch with us back then was instant messaging. You when know, we were on Animal Tactics. Animal yeah. Tactics, right? So everybody was on instant, and dozens and dozens of things would come in, and people would say, "What was that again? What was that?" Because I would take things that I grew up on, yeah, and play that stuff, and that, and it was, it didn't go past that. I'm saying a lot of the things I played were from late 60s, early 70s, maybe touching 
1980, mm-hmm. you know, around there. But everything was from that that era. All the rock music that I played, whether it was Humble Pie or Cactus or Mountain, um, you know, every and, and some bands that no, nobody ever heard of. Maybe yeah. you put an album out and it didn't really go anywhere. But people going, that was rocking. What was that? You know, again. So you have to say that. So I got a chance to do that, which you don't really get to do that. The reason why I'm bringing that up is because you have a Saturday night show that you get to play a lot of cool stuff on. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. Uh, I, I um, brought it back in a way. Yeah. It was called Vulgar Bites at first, and it was more of a, um, I don't want to say extreme metal, but it was more for, like, harder rock, thrash metal. Now uh, I changed the format a little bit. It's called A Rock in a Hard Place, and I just used the tagline, uh, Your Place for Hard Rock and Heavy Metal. Right. So it could be really anything from, you know, hair band to, like, uh, you know, uh, Slayer or something like that. In, in the gamut in between. Great a lot of new music. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Great programming. Great programming. Naturally. So it's, uh, what's that? <laughs> Naturally. Yeah, great programming, too. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate you know, it. Oh, yeah, great programming. And it's, um, it, it's also, when you listen to The Shark and Max FM as a fan, mm-hmm. also a music fan, but a fan of, of, of radio, you realize that, that because of the specialty shows you have on those stations, you don't hear the same thing all the time. No. Because of the specialty shows that go into, that dive into different types of rock music, you hear a lot of different stuff, which is great. And I think that's important to it put is. it on, you know, it for, you know, because a lot of people, I think, have a misconception that, uh, you know, and some radio stations are the same stuff on repeat over and over again. And that's just a business uh, yeah. decision that they have. But luckily, we're allowed to, you know, um, I don't want to say, go crazy but we can definitely uh, have fun you know um on both max and the shark and uh all the other properties in whli you're not going to hear some of these songs anywhere you know uh tighter and tighter from alive and kicking or uh you know steam you know you'll hear na 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 where you gonna hear that stuff anymore kiss him goodbye you know well um just to see jim wilson Rob Rush, the best DJ in New York. Oh, that's Biscuits. My friend Biscuits. It's Biscuit? Mm-hmm. Biscuits. Yeah. Oh, Biscuits. Biscuits, yes. Why do you call them Biscuits? That's a long story. All right, we won't get into <laughs> that then. <laughs> no. It's because of a guy named John Oots. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> John Oots. John Oots. Another John Oots. Oh, Johnny Oots. Yeah. Come over here. Because of a guy named John Oots, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know the guy. I was, gonna, I was hoping it was just a fan of the radio. You said Rob Rush, best DJ in New York. Well, you know, I, I told to, people to watch. I'm not so. going to tell Rob this, but I happen to agree with him. <laughs> couldn't, <laughs> couldn't hear you. you Let me clean my ears out. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? A compliment yeah, from Helen. Annie Molly? Do you know Helen Howard Young? No. Radio Rock. Helen is a smart lady. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. I'll have a talk with her when we get off the air. <laughs> Let's straighten her out. Yeah, look, you just got the heart thing, too. <laughs> well, Helen. Thank you. Uh, she also said, uh, thank God for podcasts. There we go, right? Mm-hmm. But look what else she just said. Ah, uh, well, hey, you know what? She's got her preferences. That's okay. Uh, absolutely. I have nothing about, uh, nothing bad to say about that statement either. No. So, uh, But we just happen to be talking about you and what you do right now. And... Uh, so, in again, in the programming, um, so do you ever get to something and you got a program, I don't know, you guys are really great at playing songs in a row. Mm-hmm. And you ever get to something and you program it and you hit a song and you go, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, yeah, sure. A lot do of you? times, yeah. Like, for what reason would you go, I shouldn't have done that? Aesthetically, it probably wouldn't sound good. You know, like you look, you look at, uh, you know, if I was going through something, I'm playing Led Zeppelin. Let's say if we're talking about Max. If I'm playing Led Zeppelin, you know, over the hills, and then I go into the Who, uh, won't get fooled again, and then all of a sudden it's like uh, maybe I wasn't mindful, and it was um, the outfield, your love, you know. To so me, between Led Zeppelin and the Who, those two songs, is that? Um, is there something wrong with playing those two in a row? No. I'm you saying if right. I went from that into the, the outfield, which is more like of a 80s, 80s. I don't want to call it new wave, but it's definitely more of like a pop, pop. you know, pop pop song, a pop rock record. Mm. You know, you want to kind of get a different flow, is 
you know, I don't want to give away too many of my secrets. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to give away any secrets? Well, you're not giving away too many secrets. I mean, um, I would, what you do, and I'm, again, we joke a lot, but what you do is not an easy job to make sure that you have 24 hours of music mm-hmm. on more than one station yeah. that works well. Not an easy job. Um, it really isn't. And there are plenty of people out there that are fans of music, whatever type of music they like. But I would say, and again, I had to partially program my show, but it wasn't mm-hmm. 24 hours. Yeah. The longest we went was four hours. Mm-hmm. On, on so you know evening. it's a little difficult. So yeah. mm-hmm. it was difficult just to do that. And I had a, ha- and some of it was done for me because we were using the Bones regular yeah. you know, playlist yeah. at some of it, and we mixed our own stuff in with it, you know, sometimes more or less, but we also had a whole bunch of talking, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't all music. Um, the but best way, I guess, I can describe it if somebody wanted to know what it's like is if, uh, you know, you have a certain amount of songs, you know, in the library, let's just say, you know, 500, and you make different playlists every day, you know, on your uh, whatever you're using, you know, to make playlists. So it's just a constant, you know, Every day is, you know, uh, you want to don't want to play the same songs, you know, uh, at the same time every day, you know. So it's a lot of science goes into it as well as yeah. passion and, and feel sure. for the music, you know. Passion and feel. So, um, so when you program, um, you know, either the Shark or Max FM, which one is more difficult to program? Because of the style of music, um, I don't is there something know. that you know uh, you're better at? I mean, one is obviously just, you do a great job because the fans well, love. Well, thank you, it, thank you. Know, you. One yeah. is just classic rock, and then one is, I mean, I guess it's both classic rock. Right? Think about it. Some of the songs Go from 1991 yeah. are 32 years old now. Yeah, you know? so that classic. So rock also. it's just different genres, you know. If if you were to ask me if I were to to run, uh, if I had a program like. Um, like what uh, John Daniels does for KJO, I probably would have a hard time because, you know, it's well, much different format. Kind of, you're not an expert at yeah, that stuff. That's yeah, I wouldn't format. be able to do that. You know, I mean, I, I, could, heard, I could, you could dance around it, it and, yeah. and figure it out, but it wouldn't, yeah, that's, you know. That's, yeah. uh, that would be def- that's out of my realm of stuff. I'm also. lucky that I, I, I'm i in my lane on, yeah. on these, you know, two radio stations. Oh, yeah, yeah. It would be tough to uh, program something that I, I have no experience at whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, although I like most music... Um, uh, K Joy is, although a great station, it's tremendously popular. Mm-hmm. You know, great, sure. oh, great yeah. in the ratings and everything, but it's not really. Um, I, I it puts me to sleep, so I kind of I've listened to it at night to go to sleep. You know, <laughs> because if I listen to the Shark uh-huh. or or Max FM, I want to stay awake. Yeah, you know, yeah. gets your blood. Well, going. it's different genres. It get, yeah, it gets yeah, it gets, gets your. Uh, your, your your blood going, you know. Yeah, I find my my heart rate and my blood pressure go up listening to the, some of that stuff, you know, because I'm I'm kind of rocking out while I'm trying to fall asleep, and it doesn't let you fall asleep, you know. It doesn't. You gotta, well, let me know you when you're listening. I'll make sure I throw on like you know, "Love Hurts" by Nazareth to come. Like <laughs> <I love hurts. laughs> Have you played that at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard that, but that's a good yeah, one too. That's a good one. Yeah, that was definitely good. You know, I toured with Nazareth. Oh, you did? In the Dictators. No, what? Yes. Uriah Heat, Nazareth. And a band that was amazing that no one knew what they were called until their radio, their first hit hit the hit the uh, the airwaves. And, of course, you're going to know it extremely well. And they were huge. And they were a massive FM radio band. Foreigner. Yes, you had told me that story. Yeah. yeah. They, they, were on, they were the opening band. They went on before we did. And I was listening to them going, this is amazing. Every song they play, I didn't know them. Yeah, no idea who they were. It was amazing, and then it was about I don't know twelve weeks into the tour, ten weeks into the tour, all of a sudden they were on every station in every city that we got to. Oh, wow. Feels like the first time their first hit. Yeah, and it was like, they were like a month and a half after that they were goodbye. We're going on a theater tour, and then it was like six months later they were selling out coliseums. Wow, they exploded really quickly. But yeah, it was it was great to see that and live through it. You know, it, well, that's why it, I think a lot of people like watching this uh, show because you know you have so many stories, and uh, you know you are a good uh, storyteller. I don't well, know if I, it's I, a BS artist, but you're good. You're a very good storyteller. You know, and I think <laughs> uh, I, I think it shows. You know, so <laughs> a, friend, a friend of mine who's watching, uh-huh. although his name isn't on the chat, yeah, he's watching. 
he says, uh, I told you 1031 plays better music now the other day when I was hanging with you. You said Rob is now programming. See how well it works now? <laughs> oh, well, thank you. That's there very, you go. That's very kind. Thank that's you. That's right. Thank there you. you go from my friend Bill. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Bill. I appreciate that. Yeah, so people do listen, and they have always have positive feedback. No one ever says anything bad. It's good. Well, I wouldn't let them. <laughs> but he's a big he's a big fan. I appreciate fan. that. He's a big fan. I was just looking at some, uh, oh, Helen, uh, who is your radio hero? Um, Don Kay. Probably Don K. Don Reed. K. Reed, yeah. Don K. Reed, yes. Good. Check it out. Go on, uh, Helen. Go on and look, uh, look up Don K. Reed and see what a colorful history he's had in the world of radio. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah. He. I mean, he sadly he passed away last year. Yeah, last uh, year, July. right? Yeah. yeah. But he was my mentor. He was the guy that, uh, you know, uh, much like you, I think would do that for a, a fan. Um, when I first was getting into the business, 1995, there was no internet. There was no, no, no. and I knew he lived in my neighborhood. I knew yeah. he lived a couple of blocks away. I knew exactly where his house was. I was going to knock on his door and ask him. So I sent a letter to, you know, at the time when it was at CBS FM. CBS and, FM. Uh, you know, I said I wanted to get into the business. And in fact, you know, his son just texted me, uh, I think a photo. If I look on my phone, it's probably there. Of that that email, I mean that that letter right. that I sent him, and Don got back to me, and uh, you know the rest is history, and we were friendly ever since, um, and I would see him all the time, and you know it was very sad. Yeah, and, uh, unfortunately, but yeah, I mean he was a, a favorite of mine, you know, actually as a young kid he was on yeah. the radio already, yeah. uh-huh. Don K. Reed, and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I always remembered him, and I had met him, um, I had met him once when I was in the Dictators, and I think once or twice in TS, he actually came to a show in the city that we played. Yeah, Don would do anything. You know, it's funny because people would ask me or they'd be like, you know, you and Don, they they, they couldn't put two together. The doo-wop shop guy (laughs) and uh, a guy that's playing, you know, Metallica, you know. Right, the doo-wop shop. But, you know, it's just like anything, you know. uh, It's a a brotherhood, you know. There there is... um, How do I explain this without making it seem unfair? And this is not um, unfair at all. You know, when you're younger, you know, as a kid, you're more impressed with things. I think I think things really impress you more when you're. Yeah. When I was first getting into music and seeing concerts, and I never got to meet any of my heroes or any of the musicians or bands that I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, too young, it was too far away. But as I started getting into it, um, you know, it was great meeting people. You know, when at first in the in the, in um, when TS opened up for Iron Maiden, I never met them before that. And they're one of my favorite, you know, Iron bands. Maiden. Iron yeah. Maiden. Mm-hmm. Loved Iron Maiden. Still do. And uh, I finally got to meet them and tour with them and hang with them. And, uh, you know, it just seems like the younger you are, the more impressed you are. But to me, I was still impressed through my whole career meeting various bands, even bands that weren't huge that I was a fan of. Yeah. You know, um, you know meeting Carmine the first time professionally and Nam. Oh, I don't know. Um, God, the first time I was at NAM was sometime in the early 80s. Oh, wow. You know what NAM is. Yeah, right? yeah, sure. We were there together. That's right. One, you yeah, went yeah. with us. So mm-hmm. I actually met him there, and he, he knew who I was, and I was impressed. Man. I was oh, wow. Like, wow, yeah. you know, this guy's one of my heroes. So it, it's, I think it, it takes more to impress people the older you get or the more experience you have in the business. And I'm not jaded at all because I'm a fan of just about everything that I talk about or go see or deal with, you know. And, uh, uh, you know, when you're talking about music, I wish that I could meet some of the people that I was into when I was young, really young. And uh, even back when I was a, a, a kid and listening to my parents talk about the swing era, you know, the mm-hmm. swing music. And I, I love the feel. The feel was amazing of swing music. And I used to watch my parents dance and do things like that to swing music when I was when I was I'm talking five six years old, wow. and uh, so I was impressed with all of that um, growing up on it, and 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 it's still fond memories of all of those things and all of that music, and then you know getting to be about ten or twelve years old, and my father gave me his. He bought a new radio, you know, mm-hmm. like a, I don't know, but had a handle on it and sat <laughs> big, big metal antenna on it, and yeah. he gave me his older radio that was an AM FM 
you know, little, I don't know, it was a box about this big, had a metal stand on it, and it yep, would stand yep, up, yep. and I would put it by the window in my room so I can get the station, because it didn't have, uh, it didn't have an antenna on it. Yeah. Just, so, so the minute I put it by the station, by the, the west side of the house, facing New York City, and I, I had a wealth of music oh, yeah. you know, from uh-huh. the city. Yeah. Because yeah. most, a lot of it came out of New York City. A lot so of it did at that time. I was able yeah. to listen to all those, those famous DJs on, on ABC and WMCA and, mm-hmm. and Don K. Reed all the time and, and Dan Ingram and mm-hmm. everybody was on the air. And you, you, you realize now that they were such great entertainers. Yeah, the way they handled themselves on the air. I think that it was, it, it's a dying art the way they were. Oh because yeah, they had well, that's a whole style for the back boss then. jocks. They used to call them the boss yeah, jocks. The boss jocks. You know, and, and some of them were a little bit of a yuck. Yuckers, yeah, yeah, some you know, of them the were yuckers. Yuck. You know, yeah, your yuck voice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, what's going on? Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, <laughs> I, if I, I, I don't think if I met this guy at a coffee shop, he's going to be going. So I'm going to get a cup of coffee, black. Yeah, you know, maybe a little sugar on the side. You know, it's like. <laughs> If he were to speak like that, that I would boy. probably uh, yeah, not do it. But probably the, run away. <laughs> the ones that didn't have the yuck voice, like there was a plenty that were, you know, you go to an era, and there's also Wolfman Jack. Yeah, you yeah. know, who was monstrous around the country. Oh and yeah, I think uh-huh. he's one of the first guys that got syndicated. He's probably one of the first syndicated, syndicated guys. One of the first uh, old automated guys too. People yeah. used to tell me they used to have systems where, like, he would have. Basically, you know, saying every town, and it would be all automated carts. And would be like, hey, baby, I'm in, you know, Chicago. Right. How you feeling right, tonight? Right. You know, Chicago, you know. <laughs> Almost like the way they do it on The Simpsons when, you know, like they're... Uh, and, and he also... Yeah, went on The when, Simpsons. When, like, they have, like, a, yeah. we're coming to your town today, you know. Like, <laughs> that's basically town. what it would sound right. like. And yeah. he also pushed the envelope a little bit in yeah. those days. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, it was like right. an yeah. earlier version of kind of... FM Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I remember him saying kick ass on the radio. I was like, he's actually you say, saying oh, something he said like kick that. Ass, yeah. <laughs> I remember I heard him go, uh, I don't know if I can imitate him <coughs> right here anyway. Who, Wolfman Jack? Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, it's Wolfman Jack and it's Elton John and Kiki D kicking ass right here on NBC. <laughs> right? That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I used to wow. imitate him. Yeah, it's tough on the voice. Yeah, yeah. I, I but uh, yeah, he was he was amazing, and I believe he really did everything from Southern. He was in Southern California. I think so. Yeah, yeah I think uh-huh. it was Southern California. But you'd be hear, hearing people like him playing great music, and and a ton of real character DJs. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. real 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 character DJs. So there was a lot of fun back then. If you anybody ever wants to look into it, just you know, do a search on all this stuff, and you can hear their radio shows now. Yeah, probably on online. YouTube or stuff like that. Uh, yeah, what? there's the YouTube, and then yeah, there's, YouTube there's and a bunch of uh, yeah. air check sites. A lot yeah. of the radio yeah. guys, you know, exactly. Have, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it, it it is really it's great stuff, a lot of fun. Um, were you a fan of like Imus or Howard Stern? Oh well, yeah, got you know Howard changed everything. Yeah, he did. he changed the whole game. He yeah. changed everything. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so if you want to, you know, just a little segue. Yeah. Uh, you know, we talk about the boss jocks. When I said, you know, I, I doubt that, you know, I would go see a guy ordering coffee and he would sound like that. You know, Howard bought in and made it made. Um, you realize that people are, he's a person, you know, like he would talk about his own personal life. Like, you know, a lot of those guys back then, you know, wasn't talking about their lives. They were talking about, we're going to be at the music, baby. It's going to be here. It's going to be, you know, Howard uh, yeah, basically yeah. talked about, well, you know, I wasn't feeling good today. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I did X, Y, and Z. And you're like, oh, I did that too. Very, I when, when, uh, <laughs> Eddie, that was a mix of Wolfman Jack and Howlin' Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. Um, the, uh, the but yeah, Howard Stern changed the whole thing when he was on FM, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and he's God, by uh, far the best interviewer. Oh, by far. incredible interview, yeah. Howard oh, Stern. Yeah. Incredible, better better than some of the the night the talk shows at night on TV. Oh yeah, yeah I just don't was, know how he can grab everything out of you. He, 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 Three minutes, he can have people talking about their, you know, sexual preferences, and it's like <laughs> I wouldn't expect that from this person. All right, great you know? interviews, yeah. great interview. Yeah, Howard, it was a great, yeah. great interview. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it really was. Um, you know, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Thank you for We're having gonna me. We're going to be doing some more of this in the near this future was fun. with you. It's always fun. Yeah. It always goes too quick, too. Uh, not quick too, enough. Too <laughs> quick. <laughs> too quick. It, it's just. 
you know, we're all busy people, but, um, you know, it's great that I have this. I love doing this, first of all. Yeah. You know, that I love doing this show and, and, uh, and bringing on people that uh, don't always have a chance to be interviewed. And this really is an interview. It's two friends hanging out talking about business. Well, this is a, a very uh, toned-down version of uh, you and I. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Very toned-down version. Yeah. Uh, you know, Laura's listening. Of, of course, she's home right now, but she's actually moderating the, the yeah. show from We're home. doing this for Laura. Sure We're being good for Laura. Right, right. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's a point where, a couple of points where she was starting to cringe going, uh, what are these yeah. guys going to do? No jokes and, about and I, a certain singer at the Polo Lounge yeah. or anything like <laughs> yeah, that. We didn't, yeah. we didn't tear anybody to pieces. No, and no. Either either us, either. Or, yeah, you know, well, you know. Neither of us. So, yeah, it gets it gets quite and crazy. I was wearing, I was wearing you proud, sure. We're going to yeah. have to get you one of these. Yeah, that'd be good too. But you know, unless you get your face on there too, I'll wear it. You know. Oh really? I'll have to put my face on the other side. It's right over here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right by my heart. Area area twenty-two shirt. Right by my heart. I got one of these. I do have that TS shirt for you. I promise you, I do have it. That'd be cool. And it's very unique because it's not for sale to the public. Uh, yes, you told me that. It is. It's very unique. Everybody wants them. Everybody wants some. They can't have any. Unlike Van Halen says, everybody wants some. I want some too. And that was, uh, you know, I mean, I, I know we got to go off, but that was another great story. What, you know, you get uh, what? What's the story? Uh, ahead, your Van, your Van Halen story. Uh, how you first, you know, heard them when they were mammoth, and you had uh, no idea who they yeah. were. And uh, yeah, yeah, you know, that was and, a great um, story. I was in the Dictators, and we were in L.A. for the first time. I don't want to go through the whole thing. I've said it so many times in this show, and uh, the promoter says to us, "It's Tuesday night." You guys are playing Wednesday through Sunday, sold out, four yeah. nights in a row. Why don't you come in and see some of the local bands we have playing? And I was like, yeah, let's get out of the hotel and go. So we did. We pull up in front, and as I'm walking in the front door, I hear a band playing a song that Cactus did. They didn't write it. You said it was Parchment Farm, it's right? a song called Parchment Farm. It was an old Delta Blues song. And... Uh, Maybe I'm Howlin' hearing, Wolf did it. What? Maybe Howlin' Wolf no, did it. No, it wasn't Howlin' Wolf. I have to remember who it was. It's been so long since I've looked. But anyway, it was a Delta Blues song. You yeah. know, just an acoustic guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And great entertainer singing Parchment Farm. So I'm pulling up. We're getting out. and walking in, and I hear the Cactus version of Parchment Farm. What band would know it even existed? You know, yeah. I mean, you know, Cactus was, was decently well-known. Who's doing this, you know? In, in, in like 19, I think it was 1976. It was a couple of years before yeah, that. Yeah, because the first album out. just turned uh, it, yeah, 45. Yeah, in March yeah. of 78, the yeah. first mm-hmm. Van Halen album come. And I walk in, and it's not Cactus on stage, yeah. but it's an amazing band. An f- unbelievable guitar player. And they're going through this routine, and then they went into, which of course I found out was Eruption, and then You Really Got Me. Yeah. And then they ended their set. And I was blown away. I'm completely blown away. And that was, it was a band called Mammoth. I saw their name. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a banner that said Mammoth on it. And, uh, and that goes into another story, which I won't get into now, about how I, I won the first album uh, on a radio station in Michigan. Well, I guess yes, yeah. Maybe you told me that. That's a, <laughs> yeah. that's an even longer story. Yeah. But yeah, it's it. You know, to live through that and see it, and have such fond memories of all of that. And now, Eddie's son, uh, his band is Mammoth WVH. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, mm-hmm. they they took the name Mammoth. Yeah. And uh, you know, to see something like that, to see Foreigner before anybody knew who they were, but to see yeah. Van Halen before anybody knew who they were, to see Journey before yeah. anybody knew. You know, I mean, not many people can lay claim to that. You know, you no, should be. I mean, uh, it, you know, it, you it, lived. Just, uh, you lived in that. Yeah, I saw a know? lot of that. It was. Um, I'm trying to think who was it. it was who do the stories I talk about? Foreigner, Journey, seeing them, um, and there's another band. Oh, somebody else I also saw. I can't remember now. I'm getting foggy about these. Things. <laughs> there was three bands that I saw. Van before. Halen. Yeah, Mammoth. That was yeah. it. Van Halen, Journey, and um, Foreigner. And Foreigner before. They were already signed, and they made albums. Yeah. They made their first album, but nothing was out yet. And I got to see all three of those bands, and it was, you know, it was very cool to see that the yeah. things that I've witnessed and seen in the, in the business. But yeah, I'm waiting for the book to come tonight, out tonight. Tonight, it's not about me. It's supposed to be about you. Well, you know, what can I say? I, I, I do. You started me on yeah. this. Uh-huh. All right. Well, then wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. We'll wait for the book to come out. <laughs> all right. So let's, let's get you to repeat one more time again. Um, Helen says, where can we listen to you, meaning Rob Rush? So let's go through it and tell them where to find the app and everything. Uh, okay, well, so if you like 
oldies music, again, I really, really touch on this, but I do uh, sure. WHLI, uh, which is 104.7 FM, or 1100 AM. Uh, I'm on there uh, Monday to Friday, 10 AM to 2 PM. And then I go from playing Frankie Valley to going to playing Five Finger Death Punch on uh, 94.3 The Shark from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, Monday through Friday. So basically I'm on Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. on two different stations. Two different stations. Uh, 94.3 The Shark, you can get on the app store. Uh, it's 94.3 The Shark or Google Play. Uh, 103.1 Max FM is the classic rock station that I program. Same thing, 103.1 Max FM on the Alexa and Amazon um, Google devices and WHLI too. Just search WHLI. Great stuff, man. Thank you. My friend, thank you so much for spending thank an evening with Thank you for having me. Here. I appreciate it. It's it. great. We will do this again real soon. I guarantee you because yes. I think we have some things that are going to go on in the near future that I we're going to be so. working on uh-huh. together. <clears throat> and um, uh, just great having you here. Wealth of information about radio, which well, a lot of I would people, hope so. Like I said, no. <laughs> it, a lot of people just don't know it and understand yeah. what goes on. You know, on the other side. And believe me, I'm still learning stuff every day. You know, as a programmer, you know, I learn, um, and it's a constant learning, you know. And I ask a lot of uh, questions. You know, I have to thank my buddy uh, Patrick Shea. He's the operations manager there, and he's very, he he runs Walk, and uh, he's very knowledgeable. Another great station, Walk. Walk, yeah, he walks, he runs Walk 97.5. Great stuff. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and Jesse, the engineer, didn't come on tonight because I've been looking for him. Yeah, he might be, uh, he might be out, uh, you know, changing uh you know lights and stuff like that so who knows on towers on towers yeah <laughs> i wouldn't want to climb those towers no he's a he's a he's a beast man he we, we, we a, lost without jesse times. yeah he's uh-huh. a great guy anyway um everybody a nice uh, warm welcome and thank you to rob rush from 94.3 the shark and max fm 103 fm mm-hmm. and uh wealth of information whli and everything else that he does he said well, go find him everybody you should go and study and listen to all the stuff that we talked about tonight because it's a wealth of information and uh, you know where to find them. So you have a question, send it to him. If you got kudos, send it to him. You like what he does, Yeah, well, let uh, him know on the station. I was going to say they can get me on Instagram at Rob underscore Rush. On Facebook, it's just Rob Rush, Rob at 943theshark.com, my email address. Um, you know, I was going to have I love Mark Mendoza at gmail.com, but that was taken by Laura, I think. <laughs> So I, <laughs> you're a funny guy. So well, um, funny guy. What am I here to amuse you? Right. What, do I amuse you? When I'm a clown. <laughs> you can also get um, Area 22. Um, Area 22. And yes, this is important now. Yeah. On Spotify, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Pandora, and Stitcher. Is that correct, Stephen? Yeah, I get the big thumbs up. That is correct, and if I think if I didn't say this tonight and push it, and everybody should check this out, not just listen to me talk about it. Steve would have thrown a microphone over there. Well, right that's either. very important because now people can be ahead. No, a water bottle. <laughs> a water bottle. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. instead, if they if somebody's at the office, let's just say, or or they're working out, or, right. or they're walking, and, and you can, they can actually just listen. They don't have to worry about you know. Oh, also, hit. also, Stephen, they can get all of our previous shows on all these these. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay, on all these formats, yes. And yeah, that's important. Before, so, yeah. you know, you can't always watch the video when you're at work, but if you can listen to something in the background and you can wear your headphones or you got some speakers to listen to you it. You can also listen in sections. You can go to, like, start your drive somewhere, then pause it, go inside and listen yeah. to right. whatever. Right, good point. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. You can listen. You can do whatever you want. So just no, don't forget. Good. Very good. We're also, again, I'll say it one more time. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Pandora and Stitcher. And so you know what you can say? Out. This is the programming coming out of me. You know what you can say to even shorten that up? Go ahead. You can say wherever you stream your podcasts. Because basically you just listed all of them. Unless I forgot a spot. There you go. I get another thumbs up from Stephen. That's great. <laughs> Good looking out there, Mr. Program Director. Saying, you know, you yeah, well, thanks for helping us out. I you know? what I do, you know? <laughs> Everybody, thanks for tuning in. We really greatly appreciate it. The, the chat was great tonight. A lot of people had some great things to say and suggestions and questions. And that's never a problem. Right, Doc? Never a problem. So anyway, everybody, stay healthy, stay sick. Because it's, you know, stay hungry, you know, stay sick, SMF. Stay healthy, stay sick, stay well, and stay out of trouble. And we'll see you next time, next week, 7 p.m., Tuesday evening, Eastern Standard Time is always 22 now time. Everybody, good night. We'll see you again. Good night.